episode of Rumble Lips. Actually, I guess if you listen to this back at a later date, it won't be new. Take two. Welcome to Rumble Lips, baby. I am your host, Rand Barnaclo, a.k.a. also known as the Neon Gnome. Yeah. Yeah, I wear clothes that are so bright people can't see me. Okay? Sure, I'm out there digging in a little garden. I got my little... I got all my little gnome tools, you know, mushroom extractors, I'm fighting house cats, sparrows are my scariest opponent, worms, I'm riding an earthworm around, kissing dandelions, I'm fucking, anytime it's a light drizzle, I'm afraid it's gonna knock my damn house down, I'm the neon gnome, baby, I'm tiny, I come out at night, fix your garden, why can't I come out at night, well... Probably because I'm so bright, stupid. People think there's a fucking firework in their backyard. So, Neon Gnome, baby. Ram Barnaclo, also known as another AKA. Yeah, there's two more. The Gremlin Bartender. He worked at a Gremlin bar. It's not a big deal. I don't like to talk about it a lot. It's like my Vietnam, you know? Shit was crazy. All these green little scaly guys. Jamming around, swinging off the fucking light fixtures. They're zapping each other and the dick and their boobs. I don't like to talk about it. It was it was the worst Christmas of my life when I bartended at that Gremlin Bar. AKA uh Machu Picchu's hundred and ten pound hunting falcon with a human penis? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Me and my master, Machu Picchu, we ride around on them short, stubby Mongolian horses. Fucking whooping and whopping through the damn deserts of Mongolia or whatever it looks like. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like in Mongolia. You know why? Because I got one of them cool leather hoods with gold accoutrements. That's why I don't know what it truly looks like. They only take my mask off when they're like, Hey, man. Hey, Ran. Get your big, real dick. Get your big human dick and your bird body over there and get this family some grub. That's the only time that they call on your boy. And I love that. That's my life. Because you know what? When I get him the grub, no matter what, I get to eat the heart. And that's my favorite part. That's what keeps my eyes glowing red. So welcome to Rumble Lips Podcast. (laughs) I'll tell you what, speaking of the Neon Gnome, and speaking of Machu Picchu's hunting falcon with the human penis, sponsor, Danny Gamble, just drew up the sickest Neon Gnome, and the most insane, like he pulled it out of my mind falcon with a human penis like he pulled it out of my brain i was like yo dude i want one for a sticker or whatever 
And this dude came up with it. He's like, what kind of stand? What, you want it flying? I'm like, no, I want it standing in all its regality. And dude, I sent him like the position. This son of a bitch. I told him it's a leather. He, he just listens to podcasts and knows that I say leather hood with gold accoutrements. He drew me a falcon with a leather hood and the most beautiful accoutrements on there. It's, it's, I'm telling you. It is my favorite fucking thing. I'm getting them made into shirts. Because I want to wear that shit. I don't care if it's mine. It's it's dope. So, be on the lookout for new Rumble Lips shirts. Coming soon. And, and guess what? If you wanted to see what it looks like, you go to Facebook.com. Have you heard of this? <laughs> Have you heard of this? You go to Facebook.com. And then you go into the search bar. What does Facebook got a Google? Kind of. It has a search engine. You go to the you go to the search bar and you type in Rumble Lips Trash Heap. And it'll take you right there. It's a private group. Asked to be approved. I just approved somebody today. I don't fuck around, alright? I shouldn't have yelled that. The only reason why I yelled alright like that was because I was checking a level. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if it clipped all up in the spot. Okay? Man, what a week, geeks. This Friday, October 5th, I'm going, I mean, I'm going to prison. So, it's a, it's pretty big, it's a pretty big deal. I'm pretty, I might be the only guy to say this, but pretty excited to go to prison, you know? Because I can't wait to see my celly. <laughs> No, I'm going to a prison in uh, Illinois, Indiana, Indiana, Illinois. One of the I, one of the I fifties, you know, one of the fifties that start with an I. I'm going there with uh, my buddy Lee Kimbrell, another funny, super funny comic, one of my good close friends, and we're going to do stand up comedy at a prison. We're gonna go up there, and we're gonna. We're going to make them laugh under the constructs of all of their rules. You know what I don't understand the thing is? like, We haven't even gotten a uh, newborn pediatric transport team. That's a weird ambulance. That's just for the little babies. You know, that is pretty... That is pretty sorry, a, a, uh, an, amb- an ambulance came by me, but it was like only for babies. It's like if a... It's like if a newborn or a pediatric uh, baby a newborn baby if they call uh, 911 because they like fell down the step or or uh, oatmeal was too hot they burned their face because you know newborn skin is super super sensitive so you know a lot of oatmeal injuries and I guess you need something the size of two ambulances to pick up something the size of my fucking calf muscle. So good for you. How about don't teach your newborn to use the phone? It's called natural selection. What's up? <laughs> I almost stepped on a toad last night. That was a pretty big deal for me. I whiffed it. I was good. I was glad I didn't. I was walking off the thing, off the thing. You know the thing. I was walking off of it. I'm wild. I was walking off a step. And uh, a little toad was hopping in the night. And you know, I, I, I wasn't looking at the ground. 
because I wasn't sad. It wasn't raining on me. I didn't just get, I didn't just get, uh, I didn't just get told I wasn't allowed to play on my big brother's baseball team. You know, I wasn't walking around kicking rocks. I, I have my head up high, you know, and I can, and I was looking, I was looking sternly at the horizon as a captain does. Um, and there I was just, you know, staring at the horizon, thinking about all the hearts I was going to eat. And, um, just out of the corner of my eye, something, you know, I don't know, the size of a dam, the size of a dam, what's something round, size of an egg, (laughs) size of an egg was just in my periphery, my low periphery, my periphery, um, because peripheral is only side, that's the side eye. What is it when you that you can see your vision, you know, how you can see like as low as your eyelid without looking down? Because obviously right now I'm looking forward, I'm looking at a tree, but without even guiding my eyes down, I knew to step over this hole in the sidewalk. You know what I mean? So like what is, and it's nighttime. Oh shit, I shouldn't have said it's nighttime. Barbie B is going to find out that I recorded another podcast in the evening walking around in front of the Masonic Temple. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, in my low riffery, there was like a little, a little, fro- a little toad jamming around. And I, and I saw him, and I just, I just easily, and without any sort of problem, saw, well, no, that, that's a lie. It, it, there was a hitch in my giddy-up. There wasn't no sort of problem, but I was pretty impressed by the human eye because it was dark. I stepped off the stair. I was having a full conversation with Lee Kimbrell, uh, my friend and confidant. Um, and I looked down and saw it bopping. What is that? A hop. He was doing a hop, a couple hops to get out of our way because it obviously hurt us coming. You know, because we were jacking each other off all out. <laughs> um, no, it, it definitely hurt us walking, and uh, it started trying to get out of the way. But you know, it's a lot. Of, a sidewalk block is a lot of ground to cover for a, a, a little, a little man. You know, a little amphibie man. And so, uh, I saw it out of my periphery, weaved it with my foot in the air. Because if I had put my foot down where I had planned on putting my foot down, it was a split second reaction. And I, I'll tell you what. A toad lives to this day. He's out there fucking... You know toads can't swim. I really fucked up one time with a toad. Um, I just thought they were like frogs that like the dirt. I just thought they were like frogs that were like... <laughs> but I'd rather sleep in the mulch. I didn't know that they couldn't swim. And somebody... And I, I work up at uh, Marketplace at the comedy club. Uh, doing the landscaping in the daytime. In the daylight hours. And uh, I was working one day, and I saw a little toad hopping. I, I, uh, I picked him up, and I took him up. There's a pond up there, and I took uh, him up to the pond, and I fucking Rob Gronkowski spiked him in there. <laughs> no, I set him on a lily pad. I, I like gingerly. I was like, "Hello, see you later." I think I named him Fo- Foster. Goodbye, Foster. And uh, I set Foster down on the lily pad, and he didn't move. Usually you walk past a pond, frogs scream. They're like, yeah, and they jump into the water. 
And Foster didn't even fucking budge. I was even, like, tapping his butt. Like, get in there. Little did I know toads are fucking terrified of this shit. And here I am, like, go on, Foster, you fucking wimp. No wonder why you were out of the pond. You don't know how to swim, you stupid toad. Turns out toads suck at swimming. They fucking drowned all the time. And here I was, like, dicking around trying to get Foster deaded. I'm not trying to dead my toad, boy. So, so, but when I get, went back up there, he was gone. I didn't put him in a lily pad in the middle of the pond. I put him right on the edge. So maybe he, he got unscared, pissed a wart onto the lily pad and jumped off into the grass. Or I drowned my son Foster. And he's just floating underneath that lily pad, that little toad skeleton. And I'm sitting over here like, I'm a hero. No. Hear that fountain? Beautiful fountain here in Clifton. I'm walking to get ice cream, by the way. Deserve a treat. I've been running on the treadmill 20 to 25 minutes a day on the T-mill, on the Robo Road. Man, I can't believe. Now I'm thinking I killed Foster, and it's really bumming me out. Well, whatever. I was a hero. Yeah, you know ignorance is bliss? Yeah, well, my ignorance killed a damn toad probably. And there's no bliss in that. Known that you may or may not have accidentally killed your own son, your toad son. Um, oh, anyway, so I weave this fucking toad, man. I weave this hopping toad, not Foster. Foster's dead. But uh, hey, this other toad hopping across the sidewalk block. I'm like, see ya. And, I, and, and you know what? I looked at Lee and I was like, dude, we almost stepped on a toad. And then he was like, whoa. Like he didn't even see it. And I was like... <laughs> I walked into the Bell and the Bear, that bar next to Go Bananas, and I was like, I'll tell you what. <laughs> My reaction times are Jason Bourne-esque. Now, I've never seen the movie, so I don't know if one of his, uh, one of his kryptonites is that he has slow reaction times. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> if they're fast, if Jason Bourne is fast, well, so is Papa. You know what I mean? Papa is quick. I saw a toad, I said, don't even set your foot down. I said, wachacha. Oh, you know what? Oh, fuck. This is a huge conundrum. I have to get ice cream when I don't have to. Now I can't get ice cream. You know why? Because I walk down here from my house. To, 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 the, to the ice cream spot I can't get ice cream Record a podcast Walk back And then, then this podcast would only be like a half hour long So now I, got, I, I can't get a thing of ice cream Walk back what Put it in my freezer And then walk back up the hill to do a podcast Ugh And then this place closes You know what That's what we're doing I'm just going to put it in a bag And walk it Fuck To my house Oh, well, whatever. I got, a, I got a shit ton of things to talk about. I've just been talking about toads for 20 damn minutes. All right, we're, 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 in, the, we're, in, the, we're in the spot. Let's see. Let me look at these options. I never understood butterscotch. I'm getting peanut butter and chip. That's my favorite one. It's my favorite ice cream of all time, if you must know. If anybody's like, I wonder what kind of ice cream to get ran. <laughs> I'm going to see him. <laughs> That's the one. I'll tell you what. What was I talking about? My reaction times? Holy shit on a... Holy shit on a stick. 
Let me tell you about these reaction times. One time, I was at a bar, when I worked at a bar, like, fucking seven years ago. And uh, our boss used to get us all these, like, gag gifts and shit for Christmas. Oh. I gotta check out. Yeah, that's it. Can I have a bag, please? Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right, thanks. Have a good one. All right. Sorry, I don't know why I didn't hit pause, but whatever. Every every single person listening to this podcast has probably gone to buy ice cream, so it's not that crazy. Oh, so anyway, I was I was uh I used to work at this bar, right? And it was like a rock and roll bar, you know. People would be like, "Oh, we want to hear uh, Pantera," and then we'd be like, "Well, we can't get Pantera; they cost too much, and the bass player got shot to, to shot to death." But uh, we do have a band in Cincinnati. So similar to them and then we would book that band and that band would come up and be like you guys don't know how to fuck or you know whatever um and people would go ape shit so i worked at this bar and uh our boss my boss used to buy us just like silly gifts he used to do these things where he'd like put the way he paid me one time he uh, he cashed all of my money and then he put it in epoxy and then, or like a plastic bag, and then epoxy in a case, in a in a big, in a big like peanut container full of uh, lubricant, like for your car. And uh, you know that's how I had to get my three hundred dollars for the week out of, you know, as if my, as if living on three hundred dollars a week wasn't enough. I had to uh, then dig it out of a bunch of motor grease. So that's you know fun stuff like that. And uh, so one, one, one year, for like the White Elephant Gift Exchange, because they would do that, um, my boss got somebody, like a, or, or I don't know if my boss bought it, but like somehow there was a giant, I mean, yeah, that kid was definitely rich. He was driving a Lexus, listening to Outkast, and he was whiter than fuck. He's whiter than the pimple on my ass. <laughs> um, this guy, this so so anyway, at the fucking bar, Jameis Kramis ran. Stay on one topic. I'm walking by this loud fucking fountain again. Shut up, will ya? We get it. So anyway, somebody bought for the white elephant thing. They bought a, uh, a just a like a giant dildo. It was just a huge one with the suction cup. It even had balls, you know. It was like so a lady could... It, it, it was so anatomically correct. It Like the veins on it were like meticulously painted purple. Like it, it, it looked like a real cut-off human penis. And um, so, you know, we're all sitting around dicking around with all our gifts and, and drinking and the bar... You know, the bar's closed. Only new employees. We're doing our little party. And... um there we are dorking around with this big lifelike penis. And, you know, we're laughing and we're slapping it around. We're seeing who can put it deeper down their throat. Whatever you do. And there was this lady that bartended with me. 
and we were, and I dildoed her in front of the whole staff. That for sure didn't happen. What actually happened was, um, I was getting popcorn out of the popcorn machine. We had a popcorn machine. And, uh, you know, everybody's whipping the dildo around. I think we were, we were playing uh, wiffle ball with it. Like, somebody would throw a piece of ice, and then you try to hit a home run with the dildo. You try to hit the piece of ice with the dick, and then everybody'd laugh. Um, so everybody was kind of used to swinging this big fucking thing around, but it was heavy. It was like a heavy dick. It was a lot of dick, you know? And uh, it was a heavy-ass dildo. I was getting some popcorn out of the popcorn machine, and this drunk psycho tried to hit me in the face with the dick, like the dildo, but like from around the back of my head, so it would have for sure creamed me. Like if I, like if she would have hit me with it, honestly, I, I would it would have probably broke my nose. It was that heavy, and she swung it that hard and that fast. And I'm telling you what. My fucking Jason Bourne's kicked in, dude. I don't, like, the only reason why I specifically remember this is because of the reaction of everyone else around. Like, she swung, she was like, Shh, you know, to everybody. And I, and, but people were still talking. But the immediate people in her little circle, like maybe five people, like, she was like, shh, shh, watch, I'm gonna play a prank on Rand. I'm gonna shatter his nose with a sex toy. And, uh, they were all like, oh, okay, yeah, my friends, my co-workers. Um, and so she swings this fucking thing, and guys, I had one hand on a scoop, the other hand on a basky. I was getting my popcorn on, and I was dumping, and I wasn't expecting, nobody's expecting to get hit in the fucking face with a big old rubber cock. And I don't know what it is, but my damn Jason Bourne's kicked in. It's like the wind shifted. I might have fucking Spidey sense, yo. And I'll tell you what, I I weaved that dildo in a way where when she she swung it so hard that when it when she missed with it and I felt the wind off the tip of this d- hog, you know what I'm saying? I felt the wind off the dough. And as soon as she she missed me, because I weaved it, and it wasn't a duck, it was more of a, a Neo-Matrix lean-back situation. And as soon as she missed me, she fell onto the ground. She was that drunk and swung it that hard that she fell onto the ground. She was like, oh. And then I remember everybody went, whoa! Like they, they, thought, they thought she couldn't miss. And guess what? Fucking, you can't... You can't even take a half step when you're fucking with Jason Bourne like reflexes. You can't even think, I could miss this. Because guess what? You're going to be embarrassed. You swing a dilly at me, you better fucking really, really think about it. Please don't swing dildos at me. That's all I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> you want to try it? Put it to the test. Now, this was years ago. My reaction times could have slowed down now that I'm now that I'm midway through my traces, you know. But I think I think I'm still good. I think I'm still good because of the toad thing. I think it re-upped my my shit. Now I'm starting to think with these with these reactions with my Jason Bournes, I'm starting to think that like maybe I should have done something else, you know. Maybe had not 
tried to do this comedy thing, maybe I should have been like a fucking, you know, a third baseman, the hot corner. I got those reactions, baby. Maybe I should have been a fucking, I don't know, man. Uh, like a, like a, like one of those guys on the street that catches pennies in his hand from his elbow. I could have been one of those. What are those called? A, a fluffer? Nah, that's the guy that jacks guys off on porn sets. What's it called? A barker? No. A, a husker. A busker. A busker. I could have been a busker, baby. I could have been busking all around New York City. Give me any stack of pennies. I'll put them on my elbow and I'll catch them in my palm. And everybody be like, no way. Not this stack. And I'd be like, dude, you don't know my Jason Bournes. And I would have been like, Burp, thank you, sir. And he'd be like, give me my money back. And I'd be like, gone. Chick-fil-A's really been pissing me off. <laughs> Chick-fil-A? I went to Chick-fil-A. Oh, what day did you go? Stop it. I went on Friday. I went, I went to Chick-fil-A on Friday. And... Um, there was like three cars in the line ahead of me. And I was just pulling through because, you know, your boy was going to Old Navy. <laughs> Fucking $6 button-up shirt. I look great in it. Whatever. Um, I went down I went down there and um, I was like, oh, I'll go through Chick-fil-A. And I pull up in standard operating procedure. I've never seen this before is why I'm bringing it up. I pull, it up, I pull up standard op. Hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. How may I serve you? Which is odd. I'm like, oh, well, first thing you could do is draw me a bath, Trish. Um, how may I serve you today? I'm like, yo, for sure, relax. You work at a uh, chicken restaurant. Um, it's not that serious. So she's like, how may I serve you today? And I was like, ugh, jeez. Uh, yeah, let me get a uh, my fucking number two or whatever I said. Hold the tomatoes. I don't trust them from fast food places. She was like, okay, sir, relax. And I was like, no, you listen. If there's a speck of one of those rubbery, cummy-tasting tomatoes on my sandwich, I'm going to talk to your manager. And I know he's got a buzz cut and a mustache, and he looks like a former police officer without ever have meeting him. I know that's who your Chick-fil-A manager is. His name is probably Rick or Dave or Don, and he's going to come out there and be like, well, excuse me, sir, ah, our tomatoes do not taste like semen. And be like, Don, different palates, brother. Now get back in there and flick my tomato off, or else I'm going to pray about this place on Yelp. So anyway, I was like, no tomato. She's like, does that complete your order, sire? And I was like, whoa, yes, it's fine. That's it. She was like, okay, pull around to Mike. I was like, all right, Mike. <laughs> Where the fuck is Mike at? So I, I'm expecting to pull around and see some guy that looks like his name could be Mike in the drive through window to take my money. Uh-uh. There's a dude in, in black pants, a white shirt, dressed like a Mormon. And as soon as I pulled over to him, he's, he's next to a little podium with a clipboard and an, uh, or with an iPad. And he's like, hello, Ran? I was like, ah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the, the lady, 
the lady in the box asked me my name. Can I have a name for the order? I was like, yeah, Ran. What's up? You know me? She was like, no. And I was like, I know. Um, so, so I'm like, he's like, hi, Ran. And I'm like, hello, Mike. Fucking weirdo. And Mike's like, uh, number two, no tomatoes because they taste like cum. And I was like, that's right, Mike. And he goes, okay, uh, you know, 644 or whatever. And I put my money on my wallet. And I'm like, what are you doing out here, Mike? thought you were an inside boy now and he's like oh no never been an inside guy they just uh, kind of get me out here at the podium I, I was like why why he's like well it expedites the process and i was like what are you talking about it expedites the process i've been fucking around with you for 10 minutes we know each other's names and the person in front of me was fucking around with you too asking you probably the same goddamn question why are you standing out here with an ipad knowing people's names mike and he's like, uh, yeah, pull around. Your food will be right ready. Your food will be right ready. And I was like, okay, weird way to say that. And um, I pulled around, and I go up to the, the now empty window, where there's not a mic standing, and um, pull around. Then there's this fucking chick standing in front of the other window. Now there's this lady standing in front of the window where you would normally pick up your food, but there's a lady in the window. Handing the girl who's standing in front of the window the food. And this this fucking this fucking Jive Jane is 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 running to, to cars behind me, dropping off their food, who are talking to who are just got done talking to Mike. So when I pull up, there's cars behind me in the rear view fucking flying all out of line. He almost hitting each other, Jim jamming around. And I'm like, what the fuck is hell? It's chaos. There's this, there's this 15 year old girl running around with a ponytail and a, and a pilgrim skirt, giving people chicken sandwiches, and they're almost wrecking into each other at the goddamn drive-through line. So now I'm standing here looking at the person who does the normal job, standing in the window. I'm like, hi, how are you? And she's, there's cars crashing behind me, horns honking, people stepping on toads, and I'm standing. Oh, hi. Yep, just a, just a uh, chicken sandwich. If you could. And she's like, it'll be right up. I'm, I'm like, so what the... You know, so I look at her. I'm like, hey, what the hell? And that's the, that's the biggest cuss word at Chick-fil-A, hell. I was like, what the hell is happening here? And first she did the... She went, oh, Dios mio. And then she went, uh, well, what happens is it's faster. And I'm like, yeah, you guys keep saying that. But it isn't faster. You got ponytail back here. What's a pilgrim name? You got fucking Walinda Cobblepot back here running around making cars wreck, throwing chicken sandwiches in Hillbilly's truck windows. And you got me over here sitting here because, what for what? I got a chicken sandwich too. Guess what? Everybody at, Chipo- everybody at Chick-fil-A gets a chicken sandwich. <coughs> got too fired up, swallowed my own spit. Um... And she's like, well, it is quicker. And I, and, and I was like, is it really? Why? Because, like, the people back there can get their food faster? And she was like, yeah, actually. She's like, yeah, I have her as my runner. So uh, she, can, she can get the food to the cars behind you and cause uh, horrible car, car accidents directly behind you because people are flying into this parking lot and people are getting out of the drive through line prematurely at a speed of 10 miles an hour. And, and, you know, we think it's funny to watch people get T-boned in their passenger sides. And I was like, oh, okay, now I get it, Chick-fil-A. It is faster if you want to see a car wreck. And she's like, no, it's, it's faster because, you know, 
we can we can get the food out you know we can get the food out as soon as it comes to me I can then take the food and give it to her who can run it to the customer and I was like oh yeah that does make sense except for one thing I'm still sitting here I'm sitting here talking to you learning you're basically training me on how fast something is and I've been sitting here forever I'm not getting paid for this shit I don't need to know how it fucking works. I asked you the question expecting you to be like, oh, it's supposed to be faster. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's your food. I, I thought we were going to get cut off. You know, when you go into a conversation, you're like, we're about to get cut off. You know, so, so you start kind of a conversation. You're like, hey, this system's kind of weird. And they're like, yeah, it's actually faster. I'll actually, as soon as I said that, there's your food. You don't expect the conversation to end. And then you're both sitting there. I'm, I'm sitting there in my car like, so, uh. You, you, you go to school around here or oh fuck me then I finally get my food sorry we're waiting on your fries your waffle fries because I love those damn waffles sorry we were just waiting on your fries like, oh yeah don't worry about it you know I'm waiting on the fries not a big deal fries could have been just pulled out of an ice bucket they were so cold and you know why because fucking well, Linda Cobblepot, the pilgrim-dressed kite runner, didn't, didn't know when, didn't know whose fries were going to what bag because she wasn't working in the goddamn restaurant. She was outside in the parking lot. Pissed me off so bad. Oh, man, speaking of piss, I got to pause this. I got to take a piss now, Daddy. Oh, hell yeah. Fine piss. <clears throat> okay, I am recording. Hell yeah, young Randall. Yeah, I mean, it's when things are supposed to be faster, and all they do is lie. <laughs> no, that's not even why I'm mad. When things are supposed to be faster, and it's just like, it's not though. Like what you're saying is, it doesn't even make sense because you because I. <laughs> Because I'm here longer than I would be if you didn't pay Mike and Walinda. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here more than I should be. be but you have to, you know, Walinda needs fucking Forrest Gump braces taken off or whatever. She didn't have those, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I might just be crotchety. When I was wait when when I when I'm when I'm waiting for my my meal of hearts, I don't like to wait too long. Um, oh, then, oh, man, it is a bad day if you're a if you so uh, if you work in the if you're serving up food to the boys, this is a bad week for you. Chick Fil A got me all fired up, um, but so last night. Last night, me and uh, Lee Kimbrell and Andrew Rudick, another funny comic. You guys probably all pretty much know him. If you don't, check both of them out. They're very funny. Um, Lee and Andrew and I, we leave the mic, and we're kind of just fucking sashaying around like a couple cutie pies in the night looking for a John. And uh, we get we get out of the mic, and we're like... Rudick's like, I'm getting an ice cream cone because he's weird. And I was like, yeah, dude, I, that sounds good. I would love an ice cream cone. Ice cream two nights in a row. Run on the treadmill. I'm going to gain 400 pounds. 
I'm like, I'm doing something good. And then I'm like, can you put ice cream directly into my thighs? <laughs> um, so we go, we go over to the ice cream spot. Two people in there. One guy's like, can I get gas? Because you can get gas at this ice cream place uh, it's in Cincinnati. And so we're like getting ice cream, waiting at the ice cream counter. There's one guy standing there. And the guy in there, first of all, the guy getting ice cream looked like the lead singer of Coheed and Cambria. And uh, I was like, whoa, good eye, Sniper. And Rudick's like, don't make fun of them. So now I know something about my friend I didn't know. He loves Coheed and Cambria. So anyway, Coheed's standing up there waiting on Cambria. Cambria's over there at the goddamn register. And as soon as I walked in, it's one of those things like, I was like, oh, you, uh, you smoke weed. <laughs> and how could I tell that? The guy, Cambria, was wearing a damn bucket hat with all over print pot leaves. I was like, dude, you're off. You know what I mean? Your Spencer's gift has been closed for eight hours. You can fucking chill. You don't gotta wear, gotta wear your work uni in there. Mass multicolored bracelets, a bucket hat with weed leaves on it, fucking lip rings all rusted at the lip. It's got a brown mark on it. He's like fingering it with his teeth, chewing on his lip ring. I'm like, oh, what's up? You smoke weed? Oh, of course you do. And then, uh, so me and Lee and Rudik are waiting. I got to describe to you the two employees. So there's only two employees in this place. And if you would believe it, there's four customers. Me and Lee and Rudick included. No, five. Sorry. Well, Cambria peaced out. Pot, pot bucket hat. He peaced out. He went outside to fucking roll a joint and play with his devil sticks or whatever. So he went out there. Coheed gets rang out. By I forget the guy's name. I shouldn't say his name anyway. But I do remember his name. Because he had pistol... He had pistol on his name tag. It just said Pistol Pete. And I was like, that's weird. Um, giving each other nicknames. You're supposed to be on scoop tonight, Pistol. And he's like, oh, sorry, man. I got to do the gas pump. So maybe anyway, Pistol's in there. Really fucking shooting up the place. And uh, the only way I can describe this dude is he was like... <clears throat> He was like a uh, younger, younger, kind of hillbilly-ish dude. Not like, not because he, he, not because he like talk like this or anything, but he was just like, you know, he had like, his eyes were real low. He talked real slow. Hey guys, what's happening? You know, like one of those guys. And it's like not a... Not a weed-induced slow talk. That man just talks slow. And uh, I walk up. Pistol's over there, ringing out Cambria. And the other guy working behind the thing looks like, I don't know. He had like, he was like, he was like, he had the horseshoe balding with a smattering of the soldiers he was still holding on to. You know what I mean? The shit on the crown was like, dude, just let us die, man. Why do you got to keep all these vegetables on top of your head? You know, pull the plug, dude. It's over for us. 
We're your hair, and we're telling you we have abandoned ship. There's eight of us left. Just let us go, man. Please. If I ever get horseshoe bald, I'm going to leave the horseshoe, but I'm going to get it lined up at like a black barber shop. I'm going to get the shoe lined up so it's real tight. So it's like, damn, he put a lot of, he put a lot of thought and money into looking like that. So I guess he loves it. Anyway, this guy, no thought. And he had like a, a deceptively long goatee, like it was in his little polo shirt. So when he like looked up, his goatee like basically went into the amount of hair on his chest. Hey man, wear an undershirt, you know, or button a button up. Nobody wants to see that raccoon back that's on your sternum. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to see that. It was fucked up. Like you're about to You're about to lean over the You're about to lean over the damn the damn frozen dairy with all, we know your hair on top of your head just falls out. You're but you're gonna put your fucking chest hair on it. So like, no, get your untrustworthy follicles away from the, the frozen cream. I've talked about on this podcast, maybe not this version of this podcast, but I've talked about on this podcast, how even if you're one of my close friends, male or female, I don't share dairy. The last thing I want is this young dairy farmer dropping a couple pubes from his chest in, into, my, into my scoop. So it's very off-put. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Button it. He didn't. I didn't say that. But he had this weird, shitty disposition about him. His name was probably something like fucking... I don't know. He looked like he was into like like wolves and wizards and and dragons and shit. He looked like he was into all that shit. Like I think he even had like a a pewter dragon claw with a crystal in it hanging off of his necklace. So it's like, all right. And so he's sitting there and he's like too stressed out to be working at an ice cream slash gas station. He's too stressed out. There's not that many customers in there. There's no way there was that many there's no way there was that many uh, people that were in there earlier there's no way for, for, the, for the amount of stress he was putting on himself I'm telling you there's no way and um, so me and Lee walk up to the counter first of all he looks at Rudick over his glasses and he's like oh, can I help you and you know, Rudick is a, Andrew Rudick is a sweet angel boy. So he's just like, yeah, sure. Um, can I have a Sunday? By the way, Rudick really, I wanted to bring this up as well. He really botched it. He said, let's go get some ice cream cones. And I got excited about that notion. He didn't say, let's go get some Sundays. You know what I mean? 
Like if I wanted to be cone boys together, it's not like, it's not like when you, it's not like if you're like, let's go get tacos. And then you pull up to a restaurant and you're like, I'll have spaghetti. You know what I mean? You can't do that. So, so, so Rudick botched the whole thing. Now we're, now we're all fucking rogue faction. Everybody's just ordering whatever the fuck. Rudick got a Sunday, hot fudge Sunday. I'm sitting over there like, do I want a Sunday? Do I want a cone? Do I want a cup? Do I want a fucking banana split? What do I want? Now I'm all out of whack. With the cone idea, I knew exactly what I was getting into. I was going to get a cone. I was going to get a, 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 a scoop of pea, peanut butter and chip, P, B, and C. And then I was just going to go about my merry night licking my cone with my boys. Rudick throws a fucking monkey wrench in the spokes when he goes, I'll have a hot fudge sundae, and you should have saw Pewter Wizard's face. He was like, oh, what? A hot fudge sundae? Are you fucking insane? How? How do I make this at the gas station slash ice cream shop? This guy whipped up Rudick's sundae. He was so shitty about it. He was like haphazardly scooping, flinging vanilla all around. It's, you know, to a point where we're like, yo, relax. You know what I mean? Like, do you want to fight? Are we about to fight this, this, this ice cream merchant? Like, what is he doing? Why is he acting this way? He's flinging this shit around. All right, here we go. I thought that was a toad, but it was a leaf. <laughs> and I was ready for my Jason Bournes to kick in. I'll tell you that goddamn right now. So he makes Rudick Sunday, and I'm not shitting you. He put he put the fudge on out of the little fudge ladle, which is now my new favorite thing I've ever said. Fudge ladle. He that's my that's my new stripper name, uh, fudge ladle, because you get two scoops of this chocolate. You know what I mean? So anyway, I, uh, that was poop. My chocolate is poop. Um, he scoops the fudge in, and it, and, and the whipped cream, like, it, like, he did it so shitty, the whipped cream can made a noise, like, it was tired, it was like, instead of being like, it was like, and then he, like, slung the cherry up there, flicking drops of maraschino everywhere, here, and Rudy, like, he, like I said, he's a sweet man, he didn't even complain, he was just like, Thank you. Like, went over the counter, right? So now Lee Kimbrell's on deck. I'm like, is this guy going to be a Sunday boy? Is he, if, if Lee goes Sunday, I'm going Sunday. Lee. Lee goes, can I get a cup? Uh-oh. Now we're really off the reservation. Can I get a cup? Now he's getting a cup. He's, not, he's, he's deviating from Cone. I got fucking Sunday Johnny over here. Now I got cup. Lee goes, can I get a cup? of coconut chip. Guys, you would have thought Lee looked at Pewter Wizard and said, hey man, can I get a scoop of your mother's pussy on my face? The way this guy reacted, it was insanity. Lee goes, can I get a, uh, one, can I get a cup, a uh, scoop of coconut chip? And this guy goes, oh, and I'm not kidding, this is what he says verbatim. He goes, oh, Pewter Wizard said this. Oh, why'd you have to pick the hardest fucking thing for me to get to? Whoa! Me, <laughs> me and Lee were like, what? What are you doing? What is wrong with you there, fucking whippersnapper? What are you, crazy? The guy just cussed us. 
and made it an inconvenience. Hey, man, let me tell you something about scooping ice cream. Compared to building houses or breaking bricks or or any type of manual labor, pulling weeds in the sun or mowing the lawn or even data entry, scooping ice cream is literally, literally one of the easiest fucking things. They even put the scoops... This isn't at your house where your grandma's like, you know, you go to your grandma's, you're like, can I have some ice cream? She's like, sure, get in the back of the fridge uh, behind the solid sheet of ice. Uh, get out this chocolate ice cream I've had for two months and try to see what you can chip off of there, seven-year-old. This is pewter wizard is deep into his 30s. He's got the scoops in the hot water, so it cuts through the fucking ice cream really easy. This guy's got it. He's on easy street. And he's just being a, the biggest fucking asshole. Why did you have to pick the hardest fucking thing? Lee's eyes were like, Lee's, Lee's fucking big baby blues were like, boing. and I looked at Lee and he was like, yeah, man, didn't know it was going to be that rough on you, which great response by Lee. Great response. Let him know that he heard it, but also was like, I don't give a fuck. Just scoop the ice cream. Because that's what it turns me into. It's also what it turns Lee into. It's when you're, unju- you're unjustifiably being a prick. When you're in the position you're in. Now, now your position has been knocked down a few pegs. Right? Like if I went to that UDF. Okay. Oh God, I said the name. Whatever. If I went to this gas station slash ice cream parlor, it's very famous in Cincinnati and the surrounding areas. If I went into this place and behind the ice cream counter was some flappy turkey armed old lady and she's, you know, in her seventies, she's retired. Her husband's dead. She's like, I'm getting a job to hang out with these fucking ice cream boys. Okay. If I went there and that lady's like scooping ice cream and, and Lee said, uh, coconut chip? I'm telling you right now, if Lee said this, I know Lee this well. If Lee went, can I get the coconut chip? And she went, okay. And opened the big, the big glass door and she's like reaching too hard. Lee would have been like, you know what, ma'am? Forget it. I'm just going to get chocolate chip. Or I'm just going to get this flavor. No, no, no. You don't need to struggle. It's laid into your shift. Lee is like one of the nicest human beings alive. He's very empathetic, as am I, and he knows what someone's going through. So he doesn't quick snap to anger and quick snap to being a dickhead, which I don't either. I don't quick snap to being an asshole. It takes me a minute. But yo, if you're an ice cream pewter wizard and you're sitting over there and you're like... Why'd you have to pick the hardest fucking thing? You can go fuck yourself. Because now your job is nothing. And we're going to treat you like that the entire time. Lee Lee just openly said, yeah, man, it does suck. And the guy's like, it sucks. And he's like, and Lee goes, yeah, it sucks to be out of shape. Like, just get him, Lee. I, I had my fucking... I had my mouth foaming too. I was like a hyena standing on the edge of the pack, you know, watching a little gazelle trip around. I was like, oh man, I'm hungry too. Let him say some shit to me. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take a bite out of him without him saying nothing to me. Cause you, cause you, 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 you kicked your little gazelle leg at my friend. You cussed my friend over some, over some, over some treats. So now Lee gets his. And he's like shaking his head. He still isn't very happy because he didn't put the full on nail in the coffin with the guy. 
So then the guy looks at me. I wait for him to address me. Because guess what? Now you serve me. I'm just standing there waiting. I have a big stupid smile on my face. I almost said, uh, 17 dips of the coconut chip, please. Hard packed. I want a, I want a hand packed pint of the, of the thing that you hate the most. You're going to scoop so much coconut chip, you're going to have fucking abs by the time I leave here. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Instead, I was just like, hey, man, is uh, you peanut butter and chip? And he's like, yeah, I got it. And I was like, is that going to be too much for you, though? And he, and he like, looked at me. He's like, huh? He's like, no, that one's an easy one. I was like, well, good. I'm glad I picked right. Therefore, I didn't get cussed at by a fucking ice cream worker. A man that works in the ice cream scooping biz. I didn't say that last part, but I said, good. Glad you, glad you, glad you ain't going to cuss at me, you know? And he kind of looked at me through the now fog on his glasses because, he, you know, his head's sweating, his chest hairs are flying out at an abnormal rate. He's, he's, he's scooping ice cream. He hasn't worked that hard in God knows how long. His pewter dragon's crying, the crystal melted. I got a cup, by the way. I was like, let me get a cup. You know, Lee's going to go cup. At least I'm going to share the cup experience with one of my boys. I don't know what Rudick was on with that fucking Sunday bullshit. So the guy gets the cup. He gives it to me. And then I go up to the counter where my old pistol is. And, 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 and by the way, Pewter Wizard walks back over here. He's like, huh? And this is what he says to Pistol. My poor, sweet, slow-talking Pistol. This is what he says to Pistol. He goes... Gary's going to write us up anyway for anything that we do. So so he's admitting that he was wrong in the way he talked to the boys. And by the way, girls can be boys too. We don't discriminate. But just so happened my boys that night were my two boys, Andrew Rudick and Lee Kimbrell. Just by the way he talked to the boys. Ugh. He's going to write us up anyway, right? Pistol's sitting over there. He's like, huh? Oh, Pistol, my sweet boy. So, you know, we go to pay, and fucking pewter wizard goes to take my money, and he goes, 365, and I go, what? You're charging me? That's the, that's the worst fucking part of this whole thing, loudly. Gotta laugh, he knew what I was doing, pewter wizard knew what I was doing. That's the worst fucking part of this whole thing. He knew what I was doing. Oh, that's the hardest fucking thing to get. Oh, you're going to charge me? Oh, man. Pewter Wizard was mortified. I'm out there like a fucking pachyderm because I didn't forget. It was two minutes your. Fuck the Pewter Wizard. But you know what? You know who would never, ever tell you you were fucking him over for getting a getting a coconut chip scoop or, or, you know, I don't know, maybe a Rumble Drips coffee nitro drip or, I don't know, maybe a goddamn biscuit or maybe a goddamn glass of Wisconsin. Yeah, Boomtown, that's right. Boomtown Biscognas and Wisconsin. Boomtown Bicky and Wicky. Boomtown Wicky and Bicky. The Wicky stands for whiskey. The Bicky stands for biscuit. PJ Newman and the boys, and there's women that work there. PJ Newman and the boys are crushing. I told I, I, you think I'm fucking around? I go to Boomtown like twice a week sometimes. Last week I went twice. I ate pork belly 
two times a week. And it's so good. You know how good this is? Okay, let me put it to you like this. You know who else eats pork belly two times a week? Uh, Sultans. I went to Boomtown and I ate like a fucking champion. And uh, it's great. It's my favorite place. It's seriously like, not that I would know the cost. <laughs> They're my sponsor. But I do look at the menu. And I do look at what shit costs. And, you know, I'm a nice boy. I should be in there like, let me get a round of grits for the bar. But instead, you know, I go in, I get myself my own little things. Maybe I take somebody sometime. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. I love Boomtown, Biscognas, and Wisconsin. I love it so much. Uh, their food is dope. It's, they have new menu items. I mean, they, they haven't even been open for a year almost. Almost a year. And they've already, like, re, like not in, not in, like, a nobody like this shit, but they've already switched up the menu in a way where I'm like, dude, you guys get it. They're not just sitting there like, yeah, we got a biscuit and a, and a gravy. No, no, no. They got, like, fucking sawmill gravy and gravy with serranos in it and, and different jellies and jams that you want to fucking rub all over your lover's boobs. It, it rolls. I love Boomtown so much. Thank you, PJ Newman, and thank you to Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey. Boomtown Biscuit Bar, it's in the Pendleton area of OTR. Go check them out. It's inexpensive. It's not cheap. It's inexpensive. They rule. Thank you, Boomtown. Rumble Lips Podcast is also brought to you by Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Go to OhioValleyBeard.com and check out their whole list of items. They have a litany of oils and liniments and elixirs, shit to make you smell like a fresh snowfall. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you like the smell of, I don't know, the safe, the safest spot in the woods? Oh, I love the way the woods smell. Have you ever heard a cricket whisper? Yeah, you want to smell like that. And that's what you can get and achieve with Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Hey, man, I don't like having a beard because it feels like there's pubes all over my face. Well, soften it up there, fucking Highland Jack. Get some, get some Ohio Valley Beard Supply products, rub it on your stupid puby face, and now, guess what? Whenever you touch it, you're going to be like, man, I really love having velvet for hair. You're welcome. That's OhioValleyBeard.com at Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Thank you, Scott Ponder. You're a fucking king amongst peasants, and I love you so much, and good luck on, on that beautiful house I see you're building. Rumble Lips is also brought to you by one of the most talented artists, artisans I've seen thus far. Daniel Gamble. <laughs> no, it's Danny Gamble, baby, from Higher Level Art. Danny Gamble rules. He came to my open mic on Thursday, which is every Thursday at the Corinthian. It's called La Jokes and Nostra, a.k.a. Joke Mob. He came to he came to La Jokes and Nostra, and the guy was like, listen, if I don't just sit here and uh, do and do this here, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to get sidetracked. And I was like, cool, man. Put a body in the seats. He's like, yeah, buy me buy me beers and I'll do the sticky for you. And I was like, OK, so five beers later. I have the most beautiful human-dicked falcon I've ever seen. It's gorgeous. It, like, like I said at the top of this episode, it's like he pulled it out of my mind. 
it rules. Get in the trash heap to check it out, or follow me on, or follow Rumble Lips and me on Instagram at Ram Barnaclo and at Rumble Lips Pod. If you want to check it out, it's it's unbelievable. Danny Gamble is fantastically talented. He's done everything. You go to higherlevelart.com, higherlevelart.com, and check Danny Gamble out. Check his stuff out, or just DM him directly. He's Danny Gamble, bunch of emojis, and a uh, picture of an American Bulldog as his avatar on Instagram. And, And, you know... I'm telling you, anything you want, you won't be disappointed in. Like, why don't you just be like, you know, honey, I'd like to get our wedding date put on our shed out back in some sort of beautiful letters. Danny Gamble can do that kind of shit, and it, would, and it looks good. It rolls. I mean, it doesn't look good. It's, it looks great. He's a, ma- he's a fucking such a talented guy. So check out Danny Gamble. I love you, Danny Gamble. Thank you so much for the stickies. And what's going to be the shirts? You roll. All right. Maybe I do want to say, get in the Rumble Lips trash heap. I saw we got a couple, three new members. Saw three pop in. If you listen out of town, tell me who you are. Get at the podcast. Rumble Lips, P-O-D at gmail.com. That's Rumble Lips Pod at gmail.com and tell me what's up follow me on social media I'm at Ram Barnaclo B-A-R-N-A-C-L-O across all platforms get me there get get the pod get in the trash heap donate to the Patreon we got some new patrons shout out to the new Patreon people if you want to donate to the Patreon to get the classic episodes and uh knocking some Money off merch and uh, some stickies and uh, some other perks. There might be a, I might be doing a Boomtown perk actually. Got to talk to Paige Noom, but if you donate a certain amount, I'll go to lunch with you at Boomtown Bicky and Wiki. Um, there it is, throwing it out there. If you hate that PJ, just send me a message and be like, that sucks. Uh, okay. <laughs> so get at, get at the podcast. Let me know what's up. Let me know who you are. Let me know where you listen. I'll send you stuff. I love you guys. Once again, my Jason Bourne's just kicked in. I just weaved a roach. I should have stomped on it, but I just weaved it. Oh, by the way, I'm outside. I'm not inside. So Barbie B, don't freak out. All right, I love you guys. You're the best, and I'll talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.